Welcome to the Speaking From Our Hearts podcast. In this edition, we'll be talking about many aspects of life, particularly health, relationships and wealth-related topics, all from a heart-centred approach. Your host, Paul Lowe, has a long and successful history of helping others through his coaching and mentoring, as well as his many charitable initiatives. He's been responsible for positively impacting thousands of people's lives, particularly young people from challenging backgrounds. Paul is the author of the books Mastering the Game of Life from Pain to Purpose and Speaking from Our Hearts. Welcome once again, listeners, to this Speaking from Our Hearts podcast episode. Today, I'm joined by Bill Burridge. You may remember Bill uh, has been with us on more than one occasion previously. Uh, Bill's the owner of New Insights, uh, based in South Africa. But um, I think it's fair to say they do amazing, provide amazing coaching uh, courses and services throughout the world. So, uh, Bill, a very, very warm welcome to you. Thanks so much, Paul. Always uh, good to be on your podcast. Nice to connect again. And our chosen topic today, Bill, is taking personal responsibility. <laughs> yes, indeed. Mm. Okay, so start us off then, Bill, as, as guests are always invited to do. Set us on the road. Huh. Well, where do we start with this? I, I guess that um, what I would I would contextualize this around our own life coach training program if i may paul yeah uh, now our, our program is a comprehensive um pretty extensive training program which uh, handles all aspects of, of related to life coaching and um and becoming a life coach but you know i i think i have to say in all honesty and i've, I've, I've played up the importance of a lot of the topics that we've gone through today because they have all been important but you know what i really think that the crux of the life coach training program that that we um sell is really uh, uh to do with taking personal responsibility at the end of the day and um, very simply you can't become a life coach if you're not prepared to take personal responsibility for your actions and conversely uh, life coaching with clients cannot work unless those clients are prepared to assume full responsibility for taking the actions required to bring about the changes. So it is literally uh, essential, an essential vital part of, of the life coach training program. That I understand, uh, Bill, and obviously I've been through that process myself, as you know, um, and so from a professional perspective, I absolutely understand and embrace that. Does the same principle, Bill, apply to us in our personal lives, irrespective of we have aspirations or not about becoming a life coach? You know, what is the take on um, taking personal responsibility for us then, Bill? There's a commonality, is there not? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I don't think that... Uh anybody who signs up for a life coach is, is, is necessarily anyone special. We're all individual people trying to cope in this world. And, um, you know, the principles of life coaching apply to all of us. Um, I, I think I was trying to point out that it, it really is crucial to uh, the concept of life coaching. But, you know, for anyone in life, the ability to take personal responsibility for their actions and behaviours um, is is vital uh, if they want to be happy and they want to be successful. 
because there's two other than taking personal responsibility, Bill, um, as as the course, um, you know, as the insight share. There's two other alternatives for us, isn't there? Yeah, you're talking about when when things go wrong in life. Yeah, yeah, basically the justify stroke blame approach. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, we we have three pretty clear options uh, when things don't go according to plan in life, and 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 the first one is clearly to to lay blame, um, and that really means to assign responsibility to somebody else for the outcome of the actions that you took. The next one is to justify, and justifying really is just passing off or transferring um, uh, that responsibility away from yourself. Uh, and it may be to, to some circumstance, some, um, somebody else, some, something else, whatever. And then finally, of course, you can choose to take personal responsibility for what happens. And that it's not not all that easy for a lot of people. I mean, it's it seems natural for us to want to blame and justify when things don't go the way that we hope they will. It's taking personal responsibility, of course, that is truly liberating once once you master the art of doing so. Mm. Just pick up on that, uh, your words there, Bill, mastering the art. I mean, you know, allow me to play devil's advocate here um, as a would-be um, you know, an inquirer, whether that's personally or professionally. And if I said, Bill, okay, so, you know, master, you, you've just said to me about mastering the art. Is that easy then, Bill? Is it, you know, tell me about that. <laughs> well, it, 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 it really is um, a requirement for you to, to go within and confront issues that are, that may be within issues that are preventing you from taking full control of your own life. You know, a lot of people uh, prefer to hand control of their life to other people. It's so much more convenient, isn't it, when, when mm. things go wrong, just to be able to say, well, it's not my fault. Uh, you know, it's so-and-so's fault because they took the lead on this or they were responsible for taking this action. Or, um, you know, it's not my fault, it's the government. That's 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 one we hear a lot, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, or it's it's the climate. Oh my goodness! You know, I I I, I wanted to be, you know to buy that lovely beach home, but uh, the cliff uh, fell in, and um, and and now it's no longer possible because of climate change. I mean, we can blame anything and everything, uh, but the true courage comes in taking responsibility for our own actions. And understanding that the reality that we create is controlled solely by ourselves. Well, it can be controlled solely by ourselves, and it should be. And that way, uh, that's the way to true happiness. But many people allow others to control their situations. And that's what I'm talking about when I, uh, I talk about, you know, casting off responsibility to somebody else. It's all about who has the power over your life, isn't it, really? Do you want the power to create your own destiny or do you want somebody to do it for you? Yeah, absolutely. It is. Yeah, it is. It is around that, Bill. And, uh, you know, I know I've shared this example before, but I think it's a very simple but powerful one of giving a what, you know, what we term giving away that control. Um, because I, at a very tender age, did that. I didn't know what I was doing or why I was doing, but I've now 
as you know as the years have gone by being able to see it for what it is and that's exactly what you've just described bill i gave away my power and in, in my context to a football club would you believe and <laughs> if yeah. they won my life was relatively blissful uh bliss it was better let me let's not stretch the point it was better because i was in a really really dark desperate place and what determined whether that got even darker or lighter was whether that football club won a game or not. And, yeah. yes. and I know we've spoke about this, Bill, on a previous podcast episode, but it kind of brings in the power of beliefs as well, because to create a belief system around something other than ourselves and not accepting or realizing that you know, and I quote Jim Britt here, um, Tony Robbins' coach for five years, when he said, beliefs are neither true nor false. They're something that we've decided is true at that moment in time. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And, you know, so as a child, we'll decide it's true that we need size three shoes, for example. But next year, size three shoes are going to be no good. You know, the goalposts move, don't they? And... Mm. Sort of just going back, Bill, to pick up your thread there around this personal responsibility and, and giving away control. Um, I'd done that with a football club and, and such was the power of that, that that had over me that I'd given away, although I didn't know what I was doing. Clearly, as a child of 13 and a half, I'd got neither the emotional or intellectual ability to understand any of that. I was in a dark, desperate place, but it led to me, you know, attempting suicide. Because mm. I'd given that power away to somebody else rather than what I'd now do some 40-odd years later is say, okay, whether you win, lose, or draw, the result to me is neutral. The only power, the only significance it has is the power I choose to give that result, which ironically, Bill, you know, at the time of this recording, there is a game tonight. And I, I shall watch and li sorry, I shall listen to the game with a wry smile on my face as a result of this conversation. Particularly if my team go a goal down, it's like okay, one of those things. <laughs> I bet you still get pretty emotional. <laughs> um, yeah, and yeah, I mean that's called passion, Bill, isn't it? Um, yeah, good passion. That's something different. Correct. Yeah, but it's taking personal responsibility for myself in that and saying okay and witnessing myself if you like get sort of um happy or uh, i won't go sad because I, I really do not buy into it in, at that level these days um but that sort of you know affinity towards them i mean you know it, you can call it conditioning and it's something that as much as the inner work that we do bill um i think football for me is fairly unique from the, the the thousands of people that I've spoken to about you know um, how, the influence on their lives why have you why do you not just let it go um you know people let relationships go careers go family go they let anything and everything go but they invariably never seem to let the football team go and that's one that <laughs> I've not quite fathomed out so maybe I need to take more personal responsibility on that one bill well, perhaps it goes a long way to explaining why they earn such a lot of money in that in that, uh, in that industry. <laughs> mm. yeah. It's the power they have over other people. But, you know, Paul, um, I, I was going to quickly pick up on the point that you were making, having given your power away to the football club. 
And uh, the point I wanted to make was that a lot of us, I think, do consciously give our power away uh, for various reasons, but a lot of us don't even know that we have that power in the first place. Mm. Um, so for many people, they come from a place of thinking, well, there's nothing I can do to change this world or my circumstances or, uh, you, you know, life as I know it. Uh, all I can do is roll with the punches and um, just survive as best I can. And that is exactly the same thing. That's that's the issue of not taking personal responsibility. But it is rooted in the fact that they honestly believe that they have no power, have no control over life, and they're really just a, like a, a boat adrift in the ocean, uh, you know, that's, that's just going with the wind in whatever direction the wind wants to push it. Um, and, and that's quite sad. And I think that we as life coaches, life coach trainers, people in the personal development space like us, I think we have a huge responsibility to demonstrate to people that they truly do have enormous power inner power particularly uh, which they can bring to bear on creating the reality that they really want let me stop there for a sec i hear you on that bill i and i'm playing devil's adver advocate again as as is my role um usually and my i suppose response on that bill is so what's the leverage then for us that makes us want to change because there's got to be something that's got to happen isn't there to say okay you know I'm, I'm i'm going along in life and all these things are happening to why does it keep happening to me why is it always me never hmm. seems to happen to anybody else always me i'm just trying to sort of i suppose raise that awareness bill that there is something isn't there to break that pattern um and I'll take responsibility for my own journey and use the word, and I don't like the word, but it's appropriate for my own journey, or was then, victimhood. I was, I was in total victimhood because it actually served me. I mean, you know, we're kind of going into the six human needs of significance, and I know we've spoke about that in a previous session, Bill, but, you know, there was actually significance in my victimhood um, of that, there's got to be a catalyst for change. There's got to be something, hasn't there, that hits us that says, do you know what? I'm no longer going to live. I'm no longer going to become that victim because of yes. I'm getting wet every day. Well, two things there. Either one, don't go outside in the rain then, or two, if you do, buy yourself an umbrella. Take that responsibility rather than why does it always rain on my house? Yes, a uh, very good point you make there, Paul, and I think that we have opportunities uh, more often than we, we realize. I think that the, the deeper into a rut that we get, the less that we realize there are opportunities knocking on our door um, that are catalysts for exactly what you've described, for making that change. But we pass them up because we are so deep in a rut and because our thoughts and emotions are at such a low vibrational level that we don't see them for what they are. You know, they're, um, um, I, I, I remember you talking on a previous podcast about being down the bottom of a well and somebody throwing you a grappling hook so you could, you could get yourself out of that, that well. And mm. if I use that analogy here, people don't realize they've been thrown a grappling hook. You know, they're sitting at the bottom of the well saying, why the hell is somebody throwing that bloody steel bar down at me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, 
Uh, and I think that's what it is. We allow ourselves to pass up opportunities, whereas if we actually take a step back and think to ourselves, why did this, why did this happen to me? Why do these things keep happening? Why does life seem to be the way it is? And if we think more deeply and introspectively about it, and we can just try to adapt our thoughts to be a little bit more positive and a bit more empowering, then that realization may well come. Um, because essentially, as you and I well know, you know, thoughts are the genesis of everything, really. I mean, thoughts are what what create our actions uh, that result in our habits, which results in building up our character um, and our character and the way in which we look out at life, look at life in general, really de de determines the kind of circumstances that we attract to ourselves. And therein lies the problem. We get into that sort of vicious cycle of attracting circumstances that we don't like um, because of the character that we built up which says, you know, that's the way I am. I attract all this rubbish, you know, it keeps happening to me. It's not fair, life isn't fair, justify blame. Um, and ultimately, of course, the circumstances that we attract really determine our future reality unless we step in and make a change. So we can get ourselves into a pretty awful rut. Uh, and a lot of people are in a pretty awful rut. And the more that you, the deeper you get into that rut, Rat, the, the, the more you become convinced that there is no way out. This is just the way the world is. It's bloody unfair and particularly unfair to me. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose ultimately, Bill, it's a question of awareness for all of us, isn't it? Because in very simple terms, we don't know what we don't know. And that kind of reinforces the point or the lever, doesn't it? That until something's really, really stark in our life, badly stark in our life it's we, we kind of we're born survivors as, as people aren't we you know particularly the british you know the old british stiff upper lip just get on with it boy don't moan just just tolerate and endure um you know thank you like just get on with it <laughs> yeah exactly you know to quote nike just just do it um but yeah. I think we're becoming more, more and more aware as you know, as, as time goes by, that actually, do you know what? That's nothing more than a cliche. And yes, I think like a, you know, it, it's probably got its merits, and and probably certainly our older generation would um, advocate that approach to life. You know, we just got on with it. We just did it. Um, and 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 uh, you know, full full respect for you know that kind of approach. But I think when we look back. Bill and, and sort of reflect upon the bigger picture of actually we don't have to just get on with it because we have choices if we raise our awareness we have choices and we to use another you know to go back to the football metaphor we can actually let the ball do the work let the ball do the work and that's the secret of a of winning the game and achieving goals let the ball do the work and I was you know I'm kind of slightly off pat here Bill but I remember a very seasoned professional legend in the in the English game saying that to me, and he was he was um, how can I put this? Um, he was more portly in his physical stature, so he was not one of these kind of players that ran up and down the pitch like a, you know a sprightly 16, 17 year old. Even when he was a sprightly 16, 17 year old, he always played at the back and took his time to make a, a defence splitting pass. 
And as we spoke in latter years, he'd become a great mentor to me. Uh, and I will actually name him. Uh, and I've used the word legendary, Bill. And in, certainly in football terms, I think that's thrown around like confetti these days. But that man was a legend. And, I, and I'm now not talking about football, but his wisdom and his compassion and his humanity was, you know, from the old school generation. But he's taught me something one day, Bill. And he said, remember, Paul, he said, you're, you're quite a lively character. He said, play the game of, of life like I played football, because they're very similar. Stand at the back, witness, and wait for the right moment to make a pass that's going to achieve goals. And achieve enough goals to win in the game of life. And I thought that at the time, it's like, oh, okay, they're nice fancy words. But do you know when you look back on that, Bill, and taking personal responsibility for you know, approaching life with that game plan, I think is probably one of the best pieces of advice I've been given. And and that's some statement when you bear in mind, obviously, you know, being on the new insights journey, mixing with fellow coaches, mentors around the world, etc., etc. I just I just wonder if you've got any thoughts around, slightly off pat there, Bill, but I thought it was, I don't know, it just felt kind of intuitively interesting at the time. Well, I love your football analogies. They're, they're great. And I'm sure most people can relate to them very well. And uh, I just think that um, you brought up two things there. You brought up the issue of personal responsibility, but you also brought up the issue of living the way you want to live it, creating mm. your life the way you want to create it. Um, and I, I thought that at that point, it might it might be appropriate for me to say that two fundamental uh, principles which we talk about in the beginning of our life coach training and which you can believe in or not it's entirely up to you uh, I'm not talking to you Paul I'm talking to the people who buy the program but we say that fundamentally and I believe this fundamentally is that we come into the life uh, into this life with two gifts uh, from our creator or from wherever I won't go into that but the gifts are um, an open mind and free will. And open mind means that it's not being programmed. You can program your mind any way you wish. And by that, I mean, you can choose to believe what you want. You can choose to value what you want. You can choose to act and behave in any way that you want, subject to a caveat. And I'll talk about that in a moment. And then we have this wonderful gift of free will. Uh, where we can choose how we want to respond to different circumstances. So something comes along that we, we think is not so great. We can blame or we can justify or we can take responsibility and, and make changes to ensure it won't happen again, for example. So, you know, we have this wonderful gift of open mind and free will. So what it means is that we can think, believe and act in any way we want. Um, but the caveat, as I said, is I believe we must do that in a way uh, that does not impinge on others' ability to do the same. You can imagine that with 8 billion of us in this world, if we were all doing whatever we wanted to do at any time of day or night, uh, total chaos would, uh, would, would, would be the result. But if we do whatever we wish to do on this earth um, and we... Um, we keep an open mind as to the possibilities that are there, but we ensure we act in a way that does not detract from others' ability to act in the way they want to do. 
then I think we can see that uh, we, we can truly build the life that we want. And I think that that was the gift that was given to us. Mm. You know, you're on earth for a reason. Go and enjoy life. Go and explore. Go and uh, grow, develop, evolve as a person. And do it in any way you wish, but just don't take away the right of others to do the same. And yeah. I kind of think that, that that's playing to your point about, you know, sitting at the back watching um, the game unfold and then uh, deciding on the action to take to to make to make a success out of that game because you have the ability to do that you have the ability to input into it in any which way you want yeah. i don't know i maybe i've gone a bit off script now but i i think that uh, i think that we're saying a similar thing yeah. in very different ways perhaps but do you know what's i think what's fascinating around these conversations bill um you know whatever the thread is i mean obviously this one we started out on the road of taking personal responsibility but what's fascinating for for me is yes you can have an umbrella title and this is a great epitome for life because i think when two people connect and energetic energetically what i call dance um or exchange thoughts emotions ideas call it what you will that's isn't that what we kind of you know one of the reasons we're here because within that and the simplicity really bill of my own three personal values and i'll say three not five or you know whatever the so-called experts the market marketeers recommend but for me life is a very 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 simple game and based on three values of just listening to you speak there it's about learning learning with an open mind Yes, we've got a free will about, you know, we're that learning or takers. The second one is loving. Do that with compassion. Do that with heart. And then the third one is whatever lessons you've learned along that way, create a legacy and pass those lessons on for the betterment of um, of, of the world and the universe. Uh, and I think for me, you know, if we can be allowed, Bill, to keep that sort of football context, that's the game plan. That's the tactics, guys. Now go out and play. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So no, I just I... want to... Sorry, Bill, had you, had you got anything you wanted to add at all um, around that specifically or generally? I, I, think, I think go ahead, Paul. I think you were about to say something uh, important there and then I'll, I'll chip in after that. Well, I just wanted to sort of turn the clock back a little bit so that maybe 10, 15 minutes, whatever it was, where I was talking about giving the power away to a football club. Um, you know, listeners all know because it's on, you know, not the first time this has been mentioned, but that football club was Nottingham Forest. And just before, um, you know, the time when this, this happened, um, just after that, sorry, just after that, there was a legendary man manager that took, took charge by the name of certain Brian Clough. And, um, you know, I know listeners uh, all relate to that name because he was a very, very uh, interesting character, was was Mr Clough. But his, his take upon it, Bill, on, on you know, um, sort of playing the opposition, playing in the game of life, playing in football, because Clough, he was a great philosopher. That's why I, I believe now, looking back, he was so successful. He was also, a you know, a great football man. But more importantly... He was a great tactician in life. And he had the saying, Bill, and I think there's great learning, you know, for us here uh, around this. And it was uh, the opposition. We're playing so-and-so on Saturday. I don't care who we're playing. 
Let them worry about us. We're going to take responsibility for what we're doing. I don't care what they're doing. That's up to them. <laughs> very good. Very good. <laughs> and, right. you know, in a very kind of, um, well, simple way, Bill, it kind of sums the, ga the game of football and the game of life up for us, for us all, does it not? I think it does. You know, I mean, it, at the end of the day, we cannot control what we cannot control. But we can control our own life and we can control our thoughts. We can control our actions, our behaviors, and therefore we can influences, influence our circumstances and, uh, and our reality. And uh, surely that, that is the most important thing for us is to be able to influence and create indeed our own reality. Uh, people who are unhappy would say, well, I'm unhappy because I, I because things haven't worked out. They haven't gone the way that they they should. But then, if if they if they really look introspectively and look deeply enough, they will find the root of that unhappiness lies in their lack of ability to take responsibility for something that happened in the past, and and to move on from that and realize that that does not have to define uh, where they end up in the future. I actually, Paul, um, was reading, just uh, just reading the precy of a book by a guy called Hal Elrod. He's a motivational speaker in America. And I never heard from him, never heard of him before, <clears throat> but I, I saw a quote by him and um, I thought, that's interesting. Let me, let me do a bit of research. And uh, I started to get into one of his books, The Magical Moment or something like that. I can't remember now. Um, and I spotted th this wonderful quote by him, which plays into what we're talking about today. He said, now, I, just a bit of context. I mean, this guy was diagnosed, oh, I think only a few years ago, four or five years ago, with some really severe form of cancer uh, that had a 30% a survival rate. And uh, needless to say, he has survived through it. But the moment he was diagnosed with cancer was the moment for him, where he took personal responsibility for his life. And he said, the moment you take responsibility for everything in your life is the moment you can change anything in your life. Yeah. Wow. That, um, I tell you, Bill, that that kind of very powerful, but quite nicely brings us towards a, uh, um, well, a very powerful conclusion. I want to start to, um, as I say, scale things down now, Bill, um, in terms of, this excellent, insightful podcast. Um, as, I, as I always do at this stage, Bill, I invite you to share with you with the uh, with us your contact details, how people can get in touch uh, with you, reach out, find out more about new insights. So, what is that process, Bill? <clears throat> Thanks, Paul. Um, once again, I run New Insights, both uh, New Insights Africa and New Insights UK. They're two separate com companies offering uh, the exact same life coach training program for home study purposes. Uh, I know it's more um, uh, common to call it uh, distance learning or correspondence course or whatever nowadays, but I, I don't like those terms. I think they make you feel like you're studying at a different at a distance, and we, we try not to make people feel like they're studying at a distance. We try to make them feel like part of the family. Um, so anyway, I mean, New Insights uh, UK can be reached by uh, www.life-coach-training-uk.com. 
lifecoachtraininguk.com, all the words are hyphenated. And then in South Africa, um, it is simply lifecoachtrainingsa.com, SA for South Africa, all hyphenated once again. And that's the best way to get hold of us, Paul. Excellent. So those uh, those details will be in the uh, the episode show notes as ever. So I do want to sort of uh, blow the final whistle to keep the football metaphor going, uh, keep the <laughs> game alive, so to speak, Bill. And you know you're you're a kind of old hand now on the uh, and I mean that respectfully on the uh, speaking from our hearts podcast. So you know that you know the kind of uh, routine. But uh, and I always at this stage, Bill, normally ask for you know. What's the one powerful lesson? But I want to give you a choice, Bill, because, you know, Christmas and the New Year's round the corner. And um, so I want to give you a choice to either leave that usual sort of final message around taking responsibility, personal risk or, or whatever the message is. But I also want to give you a choice, Bill, to answer this question. And it's entirely up to you how you want to play it. But the alternative question is, Bill, for the new year, what would be your most powerful life lesson to share for 2020? Well, um, thank you, Paul. I, I, um, I think maybe it might be appropriate to end off with a quote, uh, not from me, but from a lady called Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. Uh, you, you've probably heard of her, Paul. Yeah. She wrote that book on death and dying, which was um, a really uh, uh, amazing work. And it's been quoted uh, numerous times in, by numerous people. Now, she obviously um, came to terms with with death and reflected on what that really meant for life, in fact. And she ended up making the following statement. I believe we are solely responsible for our choices and must accept the consequences of every deed, word and thought throughout our lifetime. That is quite uh, deep and um, you know, uh, speaks speaks a lot to our lives because a lot of people would say, Paul, how do I control my thoughts? But if you don't start to think about that, then you will never control your thoughts. They will control you, I would suggest. But we can control our thoughts or at least the general gist of our thoughts, uh, whether they're empowering or not empowering. And I think that's the important thing. So I would leave I would leave listeners with that message. And I think that really does nicely sum up taking personal responsibility. Bill, thank you very much indeed as ever. It's been a it's been a pleasure, truly. Thank you. Thank you so much for the opportunity, Paul. And so listeners, as as ever, I sign off by saying, remember, no matter what you do in life, always walk your path with heart. Hearts helping everyone achieve results towards success.